This is devotions from the Anglican Diocese of the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands for Monday, the 12th of February, 2024. Your host is Canon S. Sebastian Campbell. We take our bearings from the gospel used at this time, Mark 9, 2 to 9, the gospel for always a Sunday um, before Ash Wednesday, the transfiguration of our Lord. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before him Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. My brothers and sisters, this passage is a treasure of spiritual truth. It's a scene that captures the essence of who Jesus is, his divinity, his glory, his purpose. It's a scene that also speaks to us, calling us to reflect his light in our lives. But how do we do that? How do we mirror his light? It was once said, a Christian is not a person who believes in his head the teachings of the Bible. Satan believes them. A Christian is a person who has fallen in love with Jesus, who has decided to follow Jesus. Isn't it true? Jesus and his disciples are up on a high mountain, symbolic of being nearer in the presence of God. As we approach Lent on Wednesday, we are called to use these sacred 40 days to go transit into the nearer presence of God. Yes, these are valley days that are ahead. The transfiguration was a time when Jesus and his disciples got a shot, a spiritual shot that reminded them that in the valley days, God is present. And Moses and Elijah, they are telling Jesus, go for it, go for it, do not give up. During these 40 days, we've been told, we'll be told, go for it. Indeed, experience teaches that the devil is even more rampant during these 40 days of Lent. And so, the transfiguration calls us to fall in love all over again with Jesus in order that we might be in his nearer 
presence physically, spiritually, and experience his glory as we walk with him, not only in Lent, but as we go through the days of depression, days of pain, days of toil throughout our lives. Because indeed, the devil never goes on vacation. And we need these trigger points, such as a transfiguration in our lives to say, God is there with us. The devil is active in and among us, in families, the devil, in workplaces, yes, yes, even in our churches, the devil is active, who always seek to tear us from God's presence, tear us away from the love affair that we have with God and have us to see everything in a negative light. Yes, this calls us to wear loosely those times of temptations and pain and to know that indeed it is a time to sharpen our resolve. Yes, we will need, we need a sharpened resolve as we go forward in life, as the devil is on our track all around us. The church doesn't matter. Yes, probably even more in the church. Yes, in the workplace. Yes, in persons we thought were bosom friends. So isn't it about falling in love with Jesus and deciding to follow him? Is it? Yes, that's what it is. So as we delve into this passage of the transfiguration, let's ask ourselves, are we truly in love with Jesus? Are we truly following him? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, for the blessing of life, for the gift of your word. As we turn our hearts and minds to your scripture, we ask for your guidance. Open our eyes to see the truth you want us to see. Open our ears to hear the message you want us to hear. Open our hearts to receive the love you want us to receive. May we fall in love with Jesus anew today and every day and decide to follow him more closely. As we turn to the scriptures throughout the season that approaches us, we find we will find ourselves on a high mountain with Jesus and his disciples. That's what read your Bible, pray every day will do for you. There something extraordinary will happen. Jesus will be transfigured before us. His clothes will become dazzling white. This, our moment of divine glory, a moment where the divinity of Jesus is revealed in a powerful, tangible way, awaits us. This is not just a spectacle for the eyes. It's a revelation for the heart. It's a moment that tells us something profound about who Jesus is. He is not just a man. He is God. He is divine. His glory is not of this world. It's a glory that comes from heaven. It's a glory that shines brighter than the sun. It's ours when we fall in love and walk with Jesus. And Lent gives us the opportune time to get closer than ever before. Amen. My brothers and sisters, please share this devotion with a friend or someone. And we pray God's richest blessings on you. Once again, this is Karanesi Bassin Kabul from St. Gregory 
the great new providence by way of St. Andrews in Addistown, Kent Island.